Um, so just so did Jamie tell you like the the general like questioning that we have going nope. on? <laughs> just no? let it fly, okay. baby. I'm good. Thanks, Jamie. I can oh, roll. Let it um, fly. I he like rolls. That. He rolls with it. I'm a yeah. yeah. I got questions for Jamie actually. Oh, so oh fantastic! Ooh, yes. All right. A reverse uh -oh. interview. Yes, please. That would be fantastic. <laughs> where teachers rethink student engagement with Jamie Halsey, Fabian Hoffman, and Scott Kazarian. Hey everybody, welcome to Rebel Teacher Alliance. We are back and excited. If you didn't know, we've missed a few weeks as we had some uh, travel and different summer adventures, which we'll talk about on another podcast. But today we have a, another guest and we're so excited uh, there's very few times I was talking pre-podcast that uh, I get a text that pretty much says, don't embarrass us, Scott. Uh, and uh, I think Fabian might have been in there a little bit, too. But we have a uh, very... Just a little bit. Just a little bit. But we're very yeah. excited for our guest today, so we're just going to jump in. So, Jamie, take it away. Who we got today? All right. We've got author. We've got teacher. We've got, I think, assistant superintendent. We've got Q director, maybe? Um, uh, but he's, yeah, yeah. he's worn a lot I'm of glad hats. You did your research, Jamie. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, deep in this. Uh -huh. You can start my Wikipedia page. At this oh, point. I should. Okay, perfect. <laughs> this is the famous John Carippo of Edgy Protocols fame. Yay! Yay! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you brought your own fan club. Can, I can see it. Back he's there. got an entourage that just And he's already been very flexible because I was late today and he handled well, it by okay, mocking so, me. So it was perfect. So that speaking of sound, let's just start fast. Fast start for you guys. Okay. Uh, you're younger than me. You may not remember what the fart machine is, but back in the day, yeah. it was cool. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little black box and you get a remote. And every time you oh, hit yeah. the button, it goes. Yep. And, um, and it's like 25 foot range. Guess what I used to duct tape under one kid's chair? Uh, <laughs> oh. So you oh, that's awesome. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. Is, it, is it a fart machine? Yeah. Oh, but then okay, they made the fart machine app, and it's like, nah, that's not the same thing. It's not the same. You got to have the remote. Without the remote, it ain't a thing. But, so when you came you know, back that, to the classroom. That's just an example of how I build classroom culture, right? The, I'm all taped up, and, and, and then yeah. uh, I, I'll pick on a kid like Kaz. Yep. And it's hilarious because when it goes off the first time, everybody looks at him and he's like, oh, it's not me. It's not me. The second I time, didn't... I'm like, okay, that, that was And the second time, they're like, bro, what? what is wrong? And he's like, it's not me. It's not me. And then like clockwork on the third one. And by the way, Jamie, the whole time I'm like, silent reading, knock it off. Silent reading, knock it off. On the third one, that kid's on the ground, flips the chair over. Caribou! <laughs> awesome. Awesome. That's, so when you return you to the classroom, your classroom, when you yeah. return to the classroom, did it make an appearance again? I, I didn't. I made a huge strategic mistake on that. Um, and that's because the whole COVID thing had me a little off. Can I get an amen? Oh, yeah. Amen. Yeah. Don't yeah. worry. There were shenanigans. Um, one day, I was on the playground, and I found a thing that was about, let's say, two inches long, if people are just listening, and yeah. kind of oval-shaped, and it had a button on the back. And when I pushed the button, it started flashing. And I was like, what is this? And then I thought, well, it's just a flashing thing. So when we went back into class, we were going to do Fast and Curious, and I go, if you win this round, you get to have the flashing thing for the rest of the day. And kids were going crazy. I want the flashing thing. What? And, and they go, what is it? And I was like, I, I don't know, but it flashes. So at the end of the day, you had to give the flashing thing back to me. But whoever won the best round on Fast and Curious got to handle the flashing thing at school. I do have a flashing thing that I picked up somewhere that also doesn't make do anything yeah. other than it Later, we figured out it was a clip-on reflector for bike rider. Oh. oh okay. Like you could clip it on your backpack, and then you're, yeah, and, yeah. You, and then you, and then you say, "Look, I have a flashing thing on my back." You know, way to just pick up trash to and turn it into something magic. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, the kids figured it out, so I had to own it at that point. Which is yeah. actually makes me think of another funny story. So when I taught video back in the old days, um, olden days, we would shoot with a camera thing, and then these little chips would come out, right? The little chips mm -hmm. with the little memory cards. 
Yeah. And then and then the kids needed to be able to move. This is pre Google Drive, uh, be, us being good at it. They had to move stuff from computer to computer. So they would use a thumb drive or a flash drive. Mm-hmm. And without fail, every kid would come to me and say, I need the thing. And because I'm a teacher, I cannot let them get away with that. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, it's like, can I go to the bathroom? I don't know, can you? It's the same thing. And so they they go, I need the thing. And and every time I'm like, it's a flash drive. It's a thumb drive. It's a portable drive. It's a USB drive. But it's not a thing. And so this is the weirdness of kids. Finally, one day, just in a weird fit, I go, everybody listen up. See this right here? It's called the thing. So when you come to me and ask for it, ask for the thing, and I'll know what you're talking about. And Jamie, I'm not kidding. They immediately started asking for the flash drive. Of course they did. The first thing they did. Hey, Crippo is a flash drive. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Do you mean the thing? And now I completely flipped their world on them. So if anybody's never heard of me before, that's, that's what I'm like in class. That's how well, I you're handle gonna it. You're going to be a really hard kid. interview with how little you talked on the, on the podcast, so that's going to be yeah. problematic. It's hard to get anything out of you. Uh, right, my dude. my 12-year-old did call a VHS tape the black tape thingy. And I was like, yeah, black, exactly. what are we talking about? And then he described it. I was like, oh, my VHS tapes, yes. Yeah, yeah. the black thingy. Yeah. I right. saw uh, at our school one time, I've been teaching since last century, you know. <laughs> um, the <laughs> Doesn't that sound quaint? Um, we had some teachers that still had phonograph records in their classroom mm. at this one school and the kids are like can you play the giant black cd again <laughs> <laughs> and then the teachers are like hey we should probably record our records over to cassettes and i'm like how about we just skip that phase go yeah just, just record some straight. mp3s yeah. let's just let's we don't have to go on a timeline here we can skip right of course now that technology is so old that it's made a resurgence now it's cool again yeah so i took yeah, over no. for a teacher who gutted his or just left didn't gut anything just left his whole room a mess with everything from 30 years of teaching and there were two cassette player mm-hmm. like the player ones where you press record and play like, yeah. Yeah, like that and so I have those and my old, like, Michael Jackson um, cassette mm-hmm. tape. So I was thinking, oh, my gosh, it would be so fun to put, like, some sort of, uh, uh, you know, problem-solving message. I don't, don't want to do one-upmanship here, yeah. but I have but you're gonna accelerator reader play. on a floppy disk. Oh, wow. That, oh, no way. That is, I did not even know that existed on a yeah. floppy okay. Well, that's where the server came from. It was on a floppy. Oh, my I gosh. I think we, we need to end the podcast here because I have, it's over. Like you, close I it have up. You've done it. I have can't get better. Who Framed Roger <laughs> Rabbit on floppy disk? Does that count? Ooh, yeah. That's, that's pretty good. Thing. All right. All right. That's a thing. That's that's a, a, all right. But it's now, not as sad as they Reader Rabbit though. or Who Framed Ro- Roger who Rabbit? Who Framed Reader Roger Rabbit? Or the game? That's crazy. It was a game on the old floppy, the the bigger one. Yeah, like yeah, the soft, the floppy, floppy. I, I can't do yeah. anything with it, but it's there in a bag. Yeah, you yep. just hang on to that, bro. When your kids have it, it'll be worth bucks, right? Maybe. Because like, everybody like else least. is throwing history away right now, right? That's There's nice. going to be a point. So, um, if you have a tab available, look up an Emate 300. An I found E-Mate. one of those in a closet. So Emate 300. Don't no, I'm not pranking you. Don't do it. I'm not rickrolling you. We do not. Uh, what do we do? We do not We're not responsible E-M-A-T-E for 300. Oh, yeah. It just came yeah. right up. That's awesome. What's that? Emate. That is wow. an wow, Apple what is product. That? It's an Apple oh, the... product. Wow. Oh. If you remember Palm Pilot. Yeah, if you remember the Palm Pilot, it's what came before the Palm Pilot, which is called a Newton. Oh. And it's a this sweet is, little clamshell case. Blows was, away the Chromebook. This was the time where Steve Jobs was not allowed at Apple. Yeah. And that's why this that was came when out. uh this was when what's his name? Uh the guy after Scully, Doctor the, whatever. Doctor oh, whatever. After Scully? Yep. Yeah. Okay. There was a guy, uh Gil Emilio, Doctor Gil Emilio. Because oh, he was right. big on the new Yeah. Wow. Is like, what are you guys <laughs> talking about, man? Uh, <laughs> what's happening what are we what is this i don't Apple even know i do keep every one of my cell phones so i have my original nokia from that like 1990 cool. something in a bag i don't know what i'm gonna do with it i'm pretty sure the rubber on the outside has turned like gooey now mm-hmm. and so i don't Probably really even know but i just think it's i just always liked historical things like old i junk. have an ipod too with the scroll wheel Ooh. Ooh. 
think I have that flying around somewhere still. Yeah. But the key is you got to save all the cables because without the cables, you got nothing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, okay. Hey, should we, should we start the show? <laughs> hey, everybody! Now that about ninety percent of people just turned off. Turned off. Uh, yes. I don't think so. I think you know what? You can cut us. this and just make the start like right now mm-hmm. and take it from there. Yeah. I don't we'll know. flip we don't it over. These. Oh, we don't yeah. cut anything. We we believe that when that. Fabian gets a little out of control, <laughs> but that's about it. <laughs> out of control. Okay. Well, I I clearly found my people because uh, I will tell you guys teaching was like a third career for me and yeah, I, we'll, hate, we'll I hated we'll school get, we'll, we'll, we'll hated get. it okay that's a i think good yeah segue. you should talk about your origin story now because he's got yeah. a good okay. one so yeah well I'll, I'll keep it pretty tight but basically i was I um <laughs> my uh my birthday is july 1st which means when kindergarten started <laughs> i was only <laughs> no, I, there's a point this to is this. the short version yeah this is the short version. <laughs> your birthday but in it's, kindergarten it's, oh gosh yeah. people we're in trouble now listen to this okay. i was the first okay. on the first day of school my first memory of school was i'm the only kid they can't tie my shoes oh and in first grade <laughs> well, well well there's a pattern here though there's okay. a pattern Still can't and in first grade, I noticed because uh, I went to Catholic school. They had the remember the little glue, the gl- gummy stars. You would glue them up, yes, like stamps. Guess sure, who's yeah. the only guy that had red stars? Is it you? It is me. I can tell <laughs> you the names of the stuff. kids. Yeah. Uh, Carolyn and Tony always got gold stars, and John always got red stars. The reason I started there though is because that had a lot to do with my perspective of the next sixteen years. I was one year younger than everybody else. School was mm-hmm. unable to articulate that to me. I'm also left-handed and right-footed. I have two different colored eyes. Oh, jeez, that's the screenshot we need right there. Let's when you're the, that when you're the smallest, when you're the smallest kid in class and the youngest kid in class, and yeah. you have two different colored eyes and you're left-handed, school is not a fun thing. Okay. Right. Plus, explain why. <laughs> uh, well, because. But the school, finger quotes up, is about yeah. sameness. Yeah, exactly. School is about being the same. School is about fitting in. Now, this is uh, kindergarten 1969, right? So it, it wasn't cool to be chill in those days. Yeah. Yeah, do the math, Kaz. I see that. It's, I said, it's too far. It's too much. It's not, I can't I go that far. I, that's, that's I went to school last century, is. too. I went to school last century. So uh, the on. thing is um, that I spent... Uh, almost two decades thinking there was something wrong with me. And now one of my favorite quotes is, I think it's from a TV commercial, what makes you different makes you better. And I, mm-hmm. I didn't get that. And I didn't yeah. really get it until, until I started teaching. And this is, see how quickly I got to college, Kaz? You were worried I was going to take you on this big journey. Mm-hmm. So I was a 2.9 It's still a long journey. Let's, let's face <laughs> we're it. not to the end yet, so. 2.9, 2.9, all the way through. Catholic school, 2.9. Public high school, 2.9. Fresno City College, 2.9. Fresno State, 2.9. And almost every report card said John doesn't apply himself. There wasn't any good uh, news. Yeah. And what I didn't have the words for in those days is my, I'm bored off my ass. That's. Yeah. That's why I'm applying myself. And so luckily I met Dr. Roberta Asahina when I was a junior in college and she recruited me into advertising because she heard I could draw. And now I'm the lead artist on the national championship advertising program. Mm-hmm. We beat Cal, we beat Stanford, we beat Michigan. We beat everybody. And this was when you were in high school or in college? This is now college. College, okay. And once Keep that up, Jamie. <laughs> once that started though, I was like a perennial four and it's because we moved from talking about working into working. Actual working, yeah. Yeah. And the, the next big phase of the origin story was I did, I played a little football and I was a graduate assistant coach at Fresno State. Mm-hmm. Taught me a lot about what I do now, which is reps. Um, mm-hmm. If you guys watch football at all, Aaron Donald, the famous player, his defensive line coach was my coach in college. Oh, wow. And his big saying was, reactions are what you do without thinking, right? Mm. So if I, I see a big microphone, I duck, because it's Kaz. Yeah. Uh, I don't <laughs> think about it. It's I react. a normal-sized microphone. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're Reactions, <laughs> reactions are, are oh, you, you, have the, you have reactions, are, you do them without thinking. And the second part is, the way to have the correct reaction, reactions 
is you have a million reps. Mm -hmm. And so uh, teaching was a third career for me. I did a bunch of other things. I I did some contracting stuff. I did some uh, technology stuff. I was in all over the place. But when I started teaching, all of that coalesced in my head. Mm -hmm. I said, oh, my God. These kids only do it once, and then we think they're dumb. But it turns out if I let them do it four times, they're faster than me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so if you think of if you think of the visual in your head of a bell curve, that's also a thing called um, the diffusion of ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it turns out that if you show a hundred people something one time, four or five will be really good at it right out mm-hmm. of the gate. They might have prior experience, or they might be gifted in. They might see the pattern. 50 or 60 will kind of suck and stink up the place. And another 25 or 30 will just be really bad or do nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you give them a chance to do it three or four times, you start getting really good technicians and everybody starts being able to do the task even at a low level. Yeah. And, I th- and I thought, why don't I apply that to long division as a skill? Or yeah. report writing as a skill. And uh, I don't even know if you know this one, Jamie. The first time I did Fast and Curious, it was on paper. I gave how did kids you do their, that? Well, uh, again, thinking systems, I taught okay. my kids how to self-correct really quickly. Mm-hmm. So we had a whole system for self-correcting on paper before I even had a Scantron machine. So here's the deal. Kids come in Monday. I go, hey, it's, it's end of the semester Latin roots, right? End of the semester Latin roots. And they're like, yeah, but it's Monday. We haven't studied. I go, bro, it's end of, end of semester. You've been doing it all semester. Yeah. And I just did it as a weird experiment. And guess what I did? I gave them the test on Monday. We self-corrected. There were about 45 words. I identified with them voting the most missed 15 words. Mm-hmm. When they came in tomorrow, we did the test again, focusing on the most missed words. Guess what happened mm-hmm. the next day? Same thing. Same thing. Now, I went through a whole box of paper. My principal was like, what the frick are you doing down there? Mm-hmm. And I said, it's, it's, uh, it's art. We're doing collages. We're doing paper mache. <laughs> Origami. But I remember very specifically the lowest score in the class was 85%. And I thought, mm-hmm. oh, my God, this is a thing. Now you're onto something. Mm-hmm. It didn't really mature for another six or seven years when I, when, when I then did it in Socratic. And then mm-hmm. I was like, Socratic oh, my God. Great, yeah. yeah. And I, So we did it in Socratic. I did it to human adults instead of human children. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I had 25 English teachers. I go, you guys want to try an experiment? And they're like, yeah. And I go, do you like Latin roots? And they're like, bro, we're English teachers. Let's go. (laughs) So I gave them, I gave them nine words. What would you predict their score would be on average, the class average? Nine Latin roots. Initial score? Seven. Yeah, first try. Seven out of nine. This is a safe bet. (laughs) No, 26%. Really? Hmm. How hard were those Latin roots? They were stru- still three letters. Wow. Hmm. They were the ones we don't use. Yeah. I got them yeah. from the University of Michigan. I'll give you guys an example and your listeners. What is AUG? What's the definition of AUG, A-U-G? I mean, I know, but you you tell us because I want to make sure. Go you ahead know. and tell me. Go ahead and tell me, Miss. Yeah, yeah let- go no. for it. No, I, just, I, I mean, I, <laughs> I know. Well, what does an auger do? Og means to rotate. I was, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yes. That's like, uh-huh. Yeah, that's, yep. that's what I wanted to say, what I wanted to <laughs> it was say. Okay, right here's, there. A, here's another example T O R S. T O R S. Like torso? Yeah. So. Rotate? Rotate, uh, yeah. Oh. They were hey, getting I'm destroyed. A, I'm from Germany speaking a foreign language. Yeah. Do you want and extra so, I mean, bonus points? Guys, like, but this yeah, is the beauty of, of Fast and Curious. I gave it yeah. to them once. They got 27%. I said, hold up. Let me coach you guys, right? Mm-hmm. Even though you know Latin roots, you don't know these Latin roots. Second round, 88%. I go, what do you think? And they're like, we ain't stopping there, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not, we're not going to leave that there. Third yeah. round, like 98 or 99%. And I go, what do you think of that? And they're like, you didn't do any lectures. We didn't do any worksheets. There wasn't a crossword. There's no flashcards. And look how much we grew. And I go, I think you're totally missing it here. That was 11 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was for, the true birth birth of Fast and Curious. I'm going to so do the epilogue really fast. Okay. Last Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Questions. 
I'm not the only one that cuts him off all the time. It's fantastic. Oh, you guys can cut me off all you want. No, no, keep going. Uh, I'm I'm trying, but it's Uh not working. Last Thursday, I rolled in on a bunch of kids that had no idea who I was. I put a URL on the board. I didn't even put on the projectors. Wrote it. You didn't try to sell them your books? Nope. No. Oh. And we did, Jamie, listen to this with fourth graders. We did a quiz on number lines, nouns and verbs, and parts of an insect. We did three quizzes in 14 minutes, and they went up 25 points on each quiz. And I looked (laughs) over at the teacher, and I go, what am I grading tonight? You're doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. So that's the end of me. You guys can – that's my origin story. So you looked at the teacher and said, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, what I got from this. Story. I love that pep talk. <laughs> I can't wait for the rest. Do you ever want to so... walk into Denny's and say you're doing it wrong? Cause mm-hmm. the same problem. <laughs> same problem. So for I was for told those... these are rebels. I'm letting it fly. Right, for the happening. so for our our listeners who are not super familiar with Edu protocols, could you give us like a, especially yeah. because you're talking about Fast and Curious, and that seems to be like the first. Yeah, one that you that's like the entry like level, came entry the level drug of the protocols. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, how, how, so would, how would you describe it? Yeah. I've got, I finally figured this out about three months ago. Here's the fastest way. Think of a Venn diagram. Mm-hmm. What yes. grade level? Uh, Any seven. grade level. Every. Yeah. Uh, what what subject? All of them. All of them. And then uh, what are we doing? How many times can you keep using it until you're good at it? Like you could, it's a lifetime thing, right? It's a lifetime thing. So if you take that as an idea, protocols are the same thing. But what we've done is added on a few little wrinkles that make mm-hmm. them a little more standards based. So Venn diagrams are great, but you don't necessarily get language art skills from that or math skills from that. Mm-hmm. So some people say, oh, they're learning maps. Well, they're not really. Because a learning map is just a, a graphic organizer, and I think Jamie can speak to this. Um, a protocol comes with a grading mentality, a timing mentality. Um, you can tie it to specific standards. It's a little different than just a graphic organizer. Like It's not mm-hmm. like just a double bubble chart. There's a whole ecosystem that comes with it, and when you understand uh, how that ecosystem works, you're going to grade dramatically less. I use that slide from you, Jamie, all the time. I had 20 minutes left on my prep, so I went and planned next week. I show that to people, and they're like, is that a real? Is that real? Is that, is that real? And I go, yeah, Jamie's a person. You can follow her on Twitter. You can look up that yeah. actual tweet. So I guess the basic idea is they're frameworks that you can use over and over again instead of trying to come up with 150 different worksheets for the year. Yeah. And, then and not only height, that, they embed the four C's too on top of that. So Yeah, there's four C's just folded in. Mm-hmm. Like one of the protocols called the cyber sandwich. Uh, you guys have probably dealt with this. An administrator at your school says, hey, everybody, we're doing Marzano's strategies this year. For the next month, let's all try to do this one. We do seven. In one cyber sandwich, you're doing seven Marzano's. And yeah. it's full of four C's. It's UDL designed. Like I will send out protocols two, three, four times, and we'll do the nuances. After that, I don't have to explain it anymore. Mm -hmm. So the repeating and explaining drops off. And I think Jamie's had the same experience as uh, Kim Vogie, and I had it too. Uh, I'm going to have a sub, and I go like this. Uh, What do you guys want to do? And they're like, "Uh, we'll take Fast and Curious and Gimp Kit and Blook It. Uh, We haven't done a cyber sandwich for a while. We'll take two hours. They'll tell you what they want to work on. Yeah, and that's, that's legit. It, that's the full. That's Nirvana the lecture I got from right Jamie uh, yesterday yeah. on not, not too our long chat. Ago, yeah. yeah, yeah, because I have a, I took a, I took a sub day today. I took a mental yeah. day and uh, took some time off. And I was yeah, like, I can, ah, Kaz, I can, I'm going to back her up though. I can literally play. Are you self contaminated or are you uh, departmentalized? Um, yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> you have your kids all day or just for one period? Oh, no, I have periods, periods. I'm in okay. seventh grade. It's even easier in seventh, ready? Yeah. Is it all seventh? Uh, sixth and seventh, but I mean, like, all seventh for, for a couple periods, all six for yeah. a couple periods. Okay, so like two groups, right? Like 50-minute periods? Yeah. Okay, I go like this. Fast and curious on whatever you're working on. What are you working on right now? Uh, right now we're earning badges for current event articles. Okay, so I'm going to go like this. Pick any Newsella article, pick a friend, do a cyber sandwich. That's 20 minutes, gone. Right. Uh, what are you working on in the bigger picture? Is it current events 
or do you want to teach them about journalism? Oh, uh, we're no, we're pulling out uh, big ideas. So I okay, do special ideas. education sixth and seventh, and I'm doing okay. big idea stuff. So then I'm going to go over to look at our word wall, and I'm going to type this in the search. See, my keyboard is really cool. Uh, it's I just go, typing uh, on an invisible. I like yeah, the accent every time you impersonate somebody. So my <laughs> accent is quite interesting. Yeah, they got to have an accent. That way, uh-huh. they, they, they know I've switched from first to third yeah. person. It's I, it super makes sense. Yeah, no, I, it it actually helps me it. follow you it's better. Really too, good. So yeah. That's really good. That's Because <laughs> that's my thing. I'm all about being rational and order. Anyways, um, let's say that I want to teach Wait, them when, when, about. When did that happen? Rational. I'm forgetting that. <laughs> yeah. I'm self-contaminated. I'm still back at self-contamination. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't. The know bottom line is, Kaz, you can take three protocols, two of which are auto grading. And you'll do the same for sixth and the same for seventh. Your kids already know what to do. So when the sub shows up, they just go, hey, he said to do this. And the kids are like, oh, okay. It's <laughs> and awesome. The, and, and in my experience, I haven't done many protocols. I've, I've, I've like dabbled and like combined things and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, but in my experience, like even if you do it the second time, they already oh, are much yeah. better than the first time. It's the really growth funny because... once versus twice is yeah. incredible, but it because doesn't it's... really start kicking in until five. That's when it yeah. really grows. But it's like you, it's because it's relatively simple. Like I did um, sketch and tell with them. And because it's relatively simple, what they need to do in like uh, Google Slides, or uh, I think I had them draw something and take a picture and put it oh, in yeah. Google Slides. Even better. It's, it's, it's very simple. And so they're like not overwhelmed with instructions mm. and everything. And so I think that's like key to it. It's like very basic instructions and then just put everything you need to do like put the focus on the content and the repetition of it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Well, we're very, very cognizant of cognitive load theory, right? Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. I got this from the sales slash business side. There's a really good book called uh, How to Swim with Sharks Without Being Eaten Alive. It's a sales book. It's really good, though. Very applicable to teaching. And um, he talks about in the book, if, if I stand in front of a room of people and say, who wants this $100 bill? Only a, only a few people are going to say yes. Some of them are named Kaz. Most people. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. He's got me. Kaz's like, money, money. You are <laughs> good, man. Me. Okay, yes, a, go a on. A huge percentage of the people are going to be thinking that this this is a trick yeah. if I say yes. And and just like I talked about the bell curve and it needs time for people to settle in, it's, mm-hmm. you can literally try to give away free money. And people are naturally skeptical. That's I knew people... it was a trick, but I was taking it anyways, just to be clear. Yeah, yeah. but you're like, I'll yeah. take the hundred bucks. I don't care what. <laughs> I don't care how what much the trick you're gonna is. I want me. it. Yep. Yeah, you make me hula, limbo, whatever. Hundred bucks. I'll do but it. That, but that's a rare character, right? Most people are like, I don't need this. <laughs> I don't yeah. need this right now. And so that same thing applies to school. When I say let's do long division, you've got three kids in your class going, Oh, my dad has been working with me on this. I'm ready. You got eight or nine kids that are like, well, I'm good at math, but I don't know what you're talking about. And then you got 15 kids going, please stop now. Yeah. Stop now. (laughs) And then you just stop. Like, who are you? Yeah. Long what? Long Long what? (laughs) And so, but, but again, this is the marriage of sales, coaching, brain science, and teaching. It's bringing all these things together. So I, until the kid is ready to listen to what I'm talking about, about long division, all they're thinking is, please shut up, Crippo. Just don't talk. Can I have yeah. one of those worksheets with fish again? Because I like color in the fish. They're like not even in the zone. So, yeah. and, and so to your point, um, uh, we make it so simple at the beginning yeah. that you would like, be yeah, lo- low not stakes. take the easy A. Yeah. Exactly. But three weeks in, you're like, oh, my God. Now, here's a real-life story. I had a kid when I was in the classroom two years ago named uh, Jonas. And Jonas was – he was a really nice kid, but he was—he reminded me of me a little bit. He was a little inv- invisible. Mm-hmm. Like, the kids liked him, but he wasn't the go-to guy for anything. He was just around, and his reading scores were like 35%, you know, percentile. His math was similar. And he just kind of spent – he was quietly doing his thing all day and sometimes would finish and sometimes wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Well, it turns out that as we started getting into more protocols, this dude has a latent graphics ability that oh. he didn't know about. Because what does he normally do at school? He normally 
fills in blanks and does algorithms. Creation and color schemes and fonts were not part of that world. And in a pretty short amount of time, he became the dude that when everybody was walking to recess, they were like, bro, how did you do that? Show me, what was that? Because they wanted their stuff to look good. And you know what's crazy is, and I, I would love to tell you that I, I sat at the kidney table with him and we had long talks and I would bring him a cup of soup and we had a special code words for fun little insight. I would not insight. see you no. do that. I didn't do anything special for him other than providing an environment that was creative, collaborative, and communicative. Yeah. And he doubled his math and reading output wow. wow how did you give him access to that how did he discover that i don't understand how he discovered that i didn't know he had it either but like yeah. by doing thin slides and sketch and tell he started realizing came. he was good at it like yeah. the thing that other kids were struggling with he was like no no let me show you i got this his psychological impression of himself within the class changed mm-hmm. and then his academic results followed And I'm going to say this again, because it's kind of hard for teachers to believe. I didn't differentiate for him. We all did the same work. You just just found the the key to unlock his abilities, essentially. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, I had a girl that was kind of similar, super athletic, cool cat. Like, if you say, Natalia dance, everybody's like, Natalia's dancing. She was really cool, but she was not interested in academics very much. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, one day, <laughs> we were challenging the classroom across the way on Fast and Curious. And when we got back, we, had, we beat them. And when we got back into the classroom, this is what I hear. We are the champions. <laughs> and I'm looking around. She's looked it up on YouTube, and she's playing the song from YouTube. And I go, I think you're my class DJ. She's like, what's a class DJ? <laughs> I go, well, let me show you. I got these special speakers. I have USB speakers, so there's no power block, right? Yeah. And I go, Natalia, multiple times during the day, I'm going to tell you we need just the right song, and that's your mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. And guess what? She she would find, like, extended versions of little Einsteins. <laughs> and and I would say, Natalia, time for cleanup. Here comes Barney. Clean up, clean up. <laughs> and she was just Everybody vibing all day long. Again, I saw Kat singing along there. Uh, over the time, over the pace of two or three months, guess what happened to her academics? Mm-hmm. She moved from bottom third to high middle. And I'm not doing anything special. No kidney other than table. Lots of, yeah, no kidney table. Yeah. Uh, no special treats, no rewards, no little patches or points, nothing special. Just engaging her learning in a different way and matching up my persona with protocols. And she she went like, again, 20, 25th percentile to like 70th percentile and was much more academically functional. So she wasn't just memorizing a bunch of stuff. She could do stuff. And that's pretty cool. I would say so. Uh, I have a clarifying (laughs) question. Uh, So uh, I followed you on Twitter for the last 10 seconds because of your Twitter feed thing behind you. Um, uh, (laughs) I'm wondering like, so what do you specifically teach right now in the classroom? Like uh, what grade level are you? Like, are you, okay. So right now I'm specifically full-time edge of protocols. Okay. So what happened was, um, I taught, I've taught in four, five different districts and two County offices. And then I went to work for Q for a few years and I really liked it. And I think you guys, given your crowd are going to dig this. I fired myself from administration. Hey. Oh wow! Yay. I, mean, yeah. I, <laughs> I was the executive. I was the executive director of a company that was uh, Q is a nonprofit. We were doing about five million a year, six million a year in that range. Uh, we had twenty-seven thousand members, and I was on a plane late one night, and I said, "I'm not, I'm not, sure, I'm not sure I want to do this for the next ten years." Mm. Yeah. And I'm not telling you I was the best boss ever. I give myself a very, very high B. Low A. Like, okay, so like a I C was minus. Good. Got it. No, no, I was better than that. Um, I wasn't perfect. I made I made some errors, but um, I said, "Is this what I want to do every day?" And I realized what I really like doing is helping teachers be better at their job. Mm. So how are you getting in the classroom that, then? 
so as part of that transition, I, qu I quit Q and I went and I interviewed and I got a sixth grade teaching job right at the height of the pandemic. And I taught, uh, the, uh, it was at 1920. I think it was 1920 taught a whole year of sixth grade. Wow. And what happened was because I wasn't so busy being an administrator, all of a sudden, do you have a roof leak? Are you okay? No, no, my audio just stopped on. on oh, okay, because I see you doing this. But I, yeah, it was like. <laughs> so, uh, um, but I got. Fabian, can up. you stop so, distracting us, please? That'd be fantastic. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he has to always be the center, doesn't he? Gosh, so, um, always. Oh, that's better. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> he just turned off his screen, everybody. So, uh, just so we get it. So, um, anyway, I what happened was when I when I didn't have my weekends and nights destroyed by administrative stuff and board members and all that stuff. All of a sudden, my I had more headspace, and mm -hmm. so my protocol stuff picked up. And like my wife says, my side hustle turned into my full-time hustle. Last year, I got to push into 185 classrooms between Buffalo, New York, and Lucknow, India, mm -hmm. and wow. that helped me. Oh my God, I see things now I never saw before. Mm. Biggest yeah. one is this, and no offense to the people I may have visited. I walked into no classrooms where I went, oh, my God, this is crazy. I've never seen this before. Yeah. No times. None. Yeah. Unlike, like, I got to go to Austria. We were talking about Lufthansa pre-show. Mm -hmm. um, when I got oh, to yeah, Austria and I had a cappuccino in Austria, I was like, oh, that's what it's supposed to taste like. Yeah. Uh, when I got to Texas the first time and I had a brisket, I was like, oh, it's not like this at Arby's. Yeah. Um, but they have the meat. <laughs> Wait a minute. They have the meat. They, Although I will say the bar, Ar Arby's brisket isn't bad, but it ain't okay, Texas brisket. Phew. But oh. the point the point is, <laughs> I, got, got these, I got lost. I, Sorry, I, go ahead. <laughs> well, totally you can definitely follow themes, fun. and that's a powerful thing. Uh, the bottom line is I went to all these classrooms, and never once did I walk in and see a systematic way of teaching that made me say, ooh, I'm going to have to work hard to impress these guys. Here's what I see. Oh, we're reviewing today. Do you know what reviewing is code for? I gave the kids a fill in the blank, and I'm going to give them 14 answers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's code for reviewing. And I leave that. I'm thinking, bro, you could have just – and Jamie totally gets this because she's on the vibe with me. I could have given them a blooket, a word wall, and a, a gim kit, and they would have happily done 400 questions. Yeah. For sure. And they would have got an A on the test Friday. But instead, they're sitting there, bored, bored, bored. And I'm doing the guy from Ferris Bueller. Mm -hmm. uh, anybody? Anybody? <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm saying these things in my head. These kids aren't motivated. No, dude, you're demotivating mm -hmm. them. Yeah. My and very when first I hear year as an emergency hire, uh, the teacher came in. Someone helped, came in to help me do stations in the special education classroom. Mm -hmm. And she looked at my classroom and she goes, well, the problem is you're boring. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that, oh, I, yeah, that. Cut to the that. chase. And then she that. said, okay, I'm going to do this with you right now. Aren't you bored? I was like, yeah, possibly. Yeah. Well, Kaz, that's why we're, well, that's why we're separated at birth because everything that I put out in front of kids, I run it through the 10 year old me filter. And if 10 year old me thinks it sucks, yeah. it sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Cause I guarantee you 10 year old me now would have a way higher bar. <laughs> 10 year old me back in the day yeah. so um but that's kind of the vibe is like how can i spend more time chilling with kids so this is the part where i'm gonna ask jamie questions now jamie oh here we go so uh over the last year and a half your protocol skills have just gone off the chart mm -hmm. um you, it looks Thank like you, you. might have been teaching have you been teaching for more than five years maybe Eight i've been years. teaching this is my 21st year no 21st okay so What's Jamie like as a teacher in terms of how many times do you talk to each kid every day before protocols versus after protocols? What's the shift there for you? I would say – now, I always talk to every kid because I always Don't greet them and all that. This. Hold it's on, hold on, hold on. I know. It's a trap. <laughs> no, but I'm trying to show an evolution. feedback – that's where I'm finding that I'm really vibing. I'm really – less worried about grading those papers and I'm more mm -hmm. worried about going to every kid and talking saying something about what they're working on right this minute and giving mm -hmm. it to them right then and there so that's the big shift for me 
And and as percent though, how much more contact do you have? Just in oh, percentage. Numbers? There's no right answer. There is where you're going to be is, wrong yeah. if you give the wrong answer. No, I don't know. That's it. a lot of pressure. Probably <laughs> say it, Jamie. Thirty. No, 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 Jamie, what's the percentage, Jamie? Thirty. Just say it. Thirty percent more. At least probably. <laughs> All right. Next question for Jamie. Wait, um, what's the answer? No, he, said no 30. he said there she is said no 30 answer. More. Okay. Yeah. I thought, I it's thought more. That was I think no, her answer is a lot. A lot. We'll judge yeah. her after the podcast. It's fine. You yeah. can we'll judge me. It's that fine. Result. We'll yeah. send you, you the results. I judge her on skin. social media. Um, how about this? So um, the next thing I want to ask you about, though, is so uh, you guys are you're in you're sitting with greatness. I don't know if you know this, but Jamie came down to the first ever Edge Protocols event in Laguna Beach. Yep. And is now an official hotshot teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, she already was a hotshot teacher, but I know. Well, now, but she's been frocked now. Yes, yeah. oh, okay. frock. She was. I've been crowned. So, what was your takeaway as one of the people that was, like, how how was the impact of the event on you as a learner to come in knowing what you know about protocols, but having been relatively by yourself, and then coming into this event and seeing all these other things going on. How did that feel? Yeah, I really felt like um, when I had people in the session, we were really vibing and they were really like the door was opening. And that's kind of what you want to see with kids, right? Like seeing that light bulb come on. And I really felt like they got it. And the more we did it, the more they craved it. And they were seeing connections of how they could impact their classrooms and that was magical to be honest that i felt like and, i made and would an you impact. say would you say that you you have that same kind of reaction with the kids too though my kids are with me like 100% like i already have kids that brought home little stacks of math reps because they like them <laughs> yeah when does that happen never yeah. <laughs> oh, well only with the weirdo like Kaz might have been that kid. Yeah. Well, I had a kid. Wow. He was like. That was not necessary. I'm just Again, like, you're right, but come on. But honestly, I swear, last week, so we've been in school. This is our third week. Last week right. on like a Tuesday, we were doing math reps. It's probably like four reps in. And one of the cooler kids was like, um, can we take this home for homework? And then everybody's like, she doesn't give homework. Don't say that. And I'm like. Well, I don't give homework, but I'm saying, but if you like them, do you want me to make you some extra copies so you could take a little stack home yourself? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, all right. right. I gave them a little stack. Yeah. I love what you said there because I think that what, what you've noticed is the same thing I've noticed, which is in their deepest souls, kids want to be good at stuff. And they want, and they want to learn. They want to learn. Nobody, that's what they do with soccer or football, whatever you call it. Um, They, they say, hey, if I'll take that ball home and practice some more, when we go to practice, I'll be better, right? But we never do that in, in a classroom setting, because it doesn't matter how much I practice, because I'll always be bad at it. And it gets more and more demoralized. I, one of my own kids the other day said, I was trying to figure out why he was doing so many of these uh, Achieve 3000s. I was like, why do you have so many of these? And the answer is he doesn't want an MP. He wants an ME. He wants yeah. the – and the teacher has decided to say, look, you can do this much and get the ME or you can do this much and get the – the MP or whatever, you know, I don't know how those MEs and MPs work, yeah. but whatever the higher yeah. one is. And he's going for the higher one because he wants it. He wants that achievement. Okay. Yeah. Question for the group because I don't want to make Jamie feel on the spot. Have, yeah, are do you Jamie. guys? Do Jamie. Are, it's more fun. Okay. Jamie. No, Jamie. Yeah. Jamie. Have you not. read <laughs> The End of Average by Thomas Friedman? No, but it's Sorry, on not my the end t- of average. My bad. I mixed up two things. The World is Flat by Thomas Friedman. No, I have not. I've heard I of the inc- end of average, and it's on my list, but I have not read that yeah. one. It's not. Well, I'll, I'll cover both books, but the uh, <laughs> what we're talking about right now is co- you guys get back on point. I know they're so distractible. Uh, they're super geeked out right now. Time. So, so think about it this way, you guys. Um, there is a motivation inside of people to do things and participate that we don't fully understand. <laughs> Here's an example. Remember Firefox, the browser? Oh, 
Firefox yes, I remember browser Firefox. Yes, is actually a nonprofit that's made by people who just want to be. They want to have better internet experiences. So, if you guys want to understand that phenomenon some more, you can just give. You don't even have to read or listen <laughs> to the whole thing. But it's amazing what people do purely because they are interested in achieving yeah. an ME instead of an MP or whatever. Yeah. Or whatever. And I think as teachers, we tend to do the uh, Maslow's hammer thing where I'm just going to go around. Maslow's hammer. Yeah. I'm just going to bash everybody into learning, yeah. which is giving yeah. you 1,000% the wrong feel in your classroom. Yeah. Well, and so, yeah, uh, and then th if you're – That's a hugely misunderstood thing in school. The kids will and do think, stuff just because they want to. Mm -hmm. And that's that's where I think protocols and, and gamification kind of like are on the mm -hmm. same level because with gamification, kids like feel like they can achieve something uh, and it's fun because it's a game. And with protocols, it's like the repetition. Mm -hmm. It's not hard. And there's, and there's you, no you foul if you mess up the first two exactly, because right? on Friday you're going to be rocking it's very, it. Like. It's, very, it's always low stakes mm -hmm. un, until it's not anymore, right? So yep. And, and they're, they're going to feel like they achieved something when it counts. And it's not like, a, oh, I, I can't do it, but you, you practice it's like that, crazy. Just, yeah, it's that, right, like, that like flow state where it's like right just hard yeah. enough to be challenging yeah. but not so hard. And see, that's that my only it. job is to facilitate that. And a mm -hmm. true story, Jamie. Um, so, I, you know, my name is on the book, right? So I'm teaching sixth graders. And we're doing sketch and tell, and they're bad. They're not good. Mm -hmm. And and I'm like, okay, I don't blame them. I don't blame them. I go yeah. on Twitter, and I go hashtag sketch and tell. <laughs> and I got about seven or eight that were good, and I put them in some Google Slides, and I go, I think I'm explaining this wrong. I don't know what I'm doing, but that's what it's supposed to look like. <laughs> and the kids are like, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. So instead of telling them they were doing something wrong, I showed them what was possible. Mm -hmm. yeah. And in the old days, in a Victorian style of teaching, we would consider that a form of cheating because I was giving them the answer. Yeah. <laughs> and what I was doing was giving them a model, which I'm going to go big picture again. There's this company called um, Samsung. Hmm. Mm. Look up what their phone Never looked like. Never heard of them. With the iPhone. It looked nothing like the iPhone. And then once the iPhone came out, the Samsung looked remarkably like, uh, is that cheating? Or is that yes. seeing something that makes sense? And then emulating it. That is not yeah. cheating. Yeah. Uh, do, you, do you find a lot of bleed over between just general gamification and edge protocols? Yeah. Like, are most people in Edger Protocols also gamifying, or are those very distinct? Uh, no, I don't think that. Uh, oh. I was saying, yeah, but I think uh, in the design of it, I think they're very enmeshed. They're yes. very compatible because uh, no failure for the first rep, you know, being yeah. bad. Um, yeah. Lots of immediate feedback. If, uh, in, in fact, sometimes, and I think, Jamie, you do the same thing. I'm walking around the class. I'm going to stop in the middle and go see Kaz, bro. I don't know what that is, but let's check the instructions again. I'm going to wait till the end. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stop yeah. it in the middle, right? And so yeah. your brain is like, hey, Crippo's coaching me. He's helping me get better. He's not just throwing you know, lightning bolts at me all the time. Yeah. And uh, so I think it's very gamification friendly. Uh, friendly. Um, look at that. We're and, finishing and each other's sentences now. Yeah, look at that. Look at yeah. we're just like, we're just in the same <laughs> same headset. I think we're vibing. I'm just now. Now I'm getting out my big microphone. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, so I think the reason that a lot of teachers don't do project-based learning is when they look at it, they say, "Man, that's a lot of work, and yeah. I'm already working too hard. So if you want me to work more, you are smoking something because that ain't gonna happen." So that stops PBL. Yeah. And then but, on but the I, gamification side, they're like, I don't have time to make a scoreboard and do all this business. Yeah. But I think they're missing what gamification is. Gamification is uh, multiple reps, points, and feedback are live. Like, yeah. to me, that's mm -hmm. the essence of it. And immersion into the whatever activity you're doing, just feeling fully yeah. engaged in it. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. That's the big thing is engagement, I think, with both. And I think also uh, with, with project-based learning, I mean, I, I did it for like a year specifically because I worked for at, at High Tech High and I got like the, the like ground zero uh, project-based oh, yeah. learning experience um, is that, that people are afraid or teachers are afraid to just let go. Mm-hmm. And that was the big lesson that, that I, I w- learned uh, right away. I would agree. Like, Sa- same, Jamie. Like, same. I don't know exactly where this Sketch and Tell is going, but it's and going. That's, and that's <laughs> the thing, right? With the Sketch and Tell, with gamification, you don't know what's going to happen. Right. Like, I, se- I send kids on a side quest, and I don't know if they're going to do it right, right, or I don't give them instructions, and they just come back and give me, like, either amazing stuff or But here's the cool thing. Stuff, but if but they, they do something it. that's better than I en- envisioned, yeah. two times out of ten... What do I look like as a teacher next year? Dude, I'm the man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's where teachers mess up is they say, hey, let's learn about cells. Here's a handout and some foam balls. Make yours look like mine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. Well, and that's like, yeah, the edgy protocols, it's really like a low floor, high ceiling, right? They could really take it in any direction. And that's why it works so well with all levels, too. And they can really fly with it. You know, and then yeah, and I'm seeing these the same results that we're getting in second grade, or we're getting in AP classes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I guess to your point, uh, Fabian, like that's why it works because it's still in that same sweet spot for human brains mm-hmm. of yeah. fast feedback, fast learning. Everybody can bring their own little piece to the puzzle, and um, I-, I would love to tell you guys that I am invented protocols i never say that i just observed patterns that worked yeah and then i followed the pattern like huh that's working could they handle five huh yeah. that's okay. working could we do this like uh jacob carr who's up in northern california too he yeah. he's now doing he's challenging his kids in thin slides to do it in 30 seconds not to be mean but he's yeah. he's like working them he's like Yesterday we did 49 seconds. Let's go 30. And they're like, we can't do it. He's like, let's try. And then <laughs> they, they do it. And they're like, oh, my kids God. Love, kids and love that, a contest. Like, and that's I, the I mean, gamification. Today, yeah. today it's, I, I, we practiced putting computers away. <laughs> and as soon as I said, and we're going to make this a contest between mm. classes. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Were they ready to go? And they're and, like, and, we can do this in less than two minutes. Like, Imagine if you'd offered a flashing thing. There you go. <laughs> The that was the problem. We need more flashy things. Yeah, that's exactly so, it. Um, I mean, we, we could talk to you for another like two hours probably. But we, we could do another have, show have, sometime. We don't have, have to be have, like yeah, one and done. Just reinvite your. We're not. I don't. Okay, fine. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, but we he's got, applying we got to, to be like an intern. Slowly, but no tardies, Scott. No. Slowly, oh, by the way, get, Scott, get I, the plane ready for landing. I played. A, um, I played football against a guy named Brian Kazarian. Do you know oh, Brian Kazarian? Uh, are we talking Southern California? Fresno area. Okay, maybe. I, I do have a cousin named Brian. That could be. His nickname was Kazman. Oh, sounds right. Sounds about right. Yeah. I think he we was derailed big on a little bit, Boingo, but I appreciate the comments. Right, I'm trying to get the plane right my now. Armenian, my Armenian name is Ara Caribbean. Just really? My yeah. Spanish name in middle school was Octavio. My Spanish name is Juan Carillo. Oh, interesting. Oh. We just put the P's and turn oh, them into L's. Way better than Octavio. Juan Carillo. My my English name that I got to choose in fifth grade was Paul. Because the Beatles gave you an English name? No. Oh no, just because I like the name Paul. Is it Fabian or Fabian? Fa- Fabian in German. Ah, see, I knew that. Oh, we call him Fabes for fun. He, Fabes. he loves. Anyways, it. so the plane. There's and a never plane Fabio. Right now, and that's a problem. No, no, that's no the giant man. Okay. Thing that I cannot. Oh no. Anyways. Oh gosh. Yeah. Um. So the the last question that we have for uh, first timers uh, is uh, if you could go back in time to the beginning of your teaching career, um, what is a, um, a a kind of a pep talk advice that you would give yourself? Like if you think back, like like the nervous one mm-hmm. Carrillo um, <laughs> at the beginning of your teaching <laughs> career. Good reference right there. I know. Yeah, I know. One, call back. Juan Carrillo. That's when I'm younger. Juan Carrillo. Yeah. <laughs> Like, what would you tell yourself, like, what, with knowing everything uh, that you know now about teaching? Yeah, I love, I, well, I talk to my younger self all the time. I think that's one reason I'm kind of a good teacher, and I, I believe Kaz is in this zone. Yep. I'm, I, my 12-year-old me still lives in my brain, you guys. Like, 
I cover him up a lot yeah. uh, with fancy clothes and. I can't cover him up no matter how hard I try. He just keeps <laughs> coming out. Well, he sneaks out a lot, as you can tell during this show. Um, <laughs> the two biggest. I'm things still I back would... on the world is flat, buddy. So I'm still back there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have you do a sketch and tell on it, so you can stay up with us. Um, I would say the biggest, the two biggest things are Harry Wong is not right. Mm. That procedures are never more important than the kids in your class. The -hmm. procedure is never. And Harry Harry's book that he wrote is really good. Except when I read it, and I think other people can do this, you can come away with the idea that the system is more important than the kids. Mm -hmm. And here's how I started my sixth grade class after being out of the classroom six years. I told these kids first day of school. I will be at some of your weddings. I will meet your I will meet your kids. <laughs> I know it is. Wait, wow. are you going to be there because uh, you will, were invited, or I will you just track them down? I don't know. I will be watching. I will you. be walking through the parking lot at Target, uh, fourteen years from now, and you'll have your two kids with you, and you'll go Cripple. I might adopt one of you because I have. I might perform your wedding because I've performed two weddings. Why am I telling you this? Because when you hang out together for 180 days, people form lifelong bonds. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to treat you guys like a 20-year friend, not a 180-day friend. Mm -hmm. And if I never – and and I'm not a creeper. I have friends. I have friends. It's good because it doesn't sound like a creeper. That's what all people say. I have plenty of friends. But the the fact of the matter is this is going to happen over and over again. Uh, you're going to call yeah. me 12 years from now and say, Crippa, which is the best MacBook? Which camera should I buy? Hey, I'm finally old enough to buy my first smoker. What should I buy for a smoking brisket, right? So that'd be the first thing. The second yeah. thing I would say is... That uh, was the uh, first uh, thing? You, that, that was, was the first that thing. That was all... <laughs> the second thing... <laughs> the second one's actually more complex, but I'll make it Great. as simple as I can. We ended don't, with brisket on the first one, so I can't wait to see where we end on the second one. Don't, don't forget that the craft of teaching is paramount and there's no magic worksheet and there is no lecture that makes kids learn. Understanding pedagogy is everything and put a lot of energy into understanding how to create systems that allow kids to grow in front of you. Those would be my two biggies. Mm. Kids are more important than procedures. Kids are more, I'm bringing it back. Kids are more important than procedures and nothing skill-wise is more important than your pedagogical practices. And if you think you can buy a workbook that's going to raise your scores, we would have all found it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, in California alone, we have 340,000 adults working on this problem 180 days a year, and we have not found the ideal workbook. Yeah. What yeah, does we've that been tell doing us? that for 100 years and haven't. What's that tell us? <laughs> no, it's no. not a We're thing. We're doing it wrong. I, yeah. Yeah. I, well, I blame I've i made a decision. If anybody's asking, I've made a decision. In case you guys were wondering, while we were sitting here, I've decided that those discount versions of the Kindle book of the Edger Protocols may need to be upgraded to the paper version, so I can dig into them a little bit more. I think you should. And I think if you'll wow. email me if you'll email me. Yeah. Your shipping address, they yeah. will magically appear in your box. Oh, that's funny. That was the second part. I was going to try to mooch them off of you. You don't. So I'm going to take all. I'm, really I'm taking all your power, bro. You have no power. I'm going to give them to you. That's oh, how John rolls. Gosh. How I roll. Yeah. Oh. Well, that, this has been fantastic. We do one more little segment, and we said you, you said you had a couple in your back pocket of like games we play. We usually just talk about at home or at school or wherever. What is a couple games or one game that we're playing that maybe uh, others listening would be interested in? Well, in general, I hate board games. Uh, <laughs> great. That, that was a great interview. We'll talk uh, some other. <laughs> but I hate the RVs, one I love, I, it, I, games. I, I used to love Stratego. Stratego. I, oh, love I played that last night with my eight-year-old. I That's love really, Stratego yeah. because to me, chess is a little too snooty and complex, even though I appreciate the skill. And checkers is a little too simple. And Stratego puts a really neat in between. It's kind of like it's kind of like training wheels for chess, but yeah. uh, it doesn't come with all the snootiness and the rules are on the game pieces, which helps me a lot. <laughs> it's just numbers, right? Uh, just but I still love eight. just yep. yeah, just nine against eight. It's kind of like 
it's kind of like Uno matches up with checkers if if yeah. uh, if you don't know what Stratego is. So that, and then my my video game that I'm um, way too obsessed with. I, I play a lot of World of Tanks. Uh, oh, World of Tanks. It's like it's like we're talking about phone game. game here. What are we talking about? Uh, PC. I mean, you okay. can play it on an Xbox, but I hate the thumb controllers. Uh, yeah. It's free and it's historical. And uh, at any point in time, there's about twenty five thousand players in there. It's Holy everything man. I used to love about paintball, except I don't have to try to get my friends together for four weeks and then half of them tell their wives that, you know, their wife tell them they can't go at the last second. <laughs> <Got> it. <laughs> so it's a free game I play on my PC, but it's it's fun. Um, it's 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 one thing is I just like military history, but the real reason I play it that's I'm going to try to tie to teaching is when I'm in the game, I'm in the game. There's nothing else I'm thinking about. I'm not thinking about my grading. It's it's a just a different form of meditation because I'm right here, and for that hour or two I sneak away and play. Everything is put aside. So for me, it's it's really really helpful helpful that way. Okay, I think we did it. What do you think, think Jamie? How how embarrassing were we? I was just a a little embarrassed. Just like. (laughs) It's fine. A couple of Just times. A little, we oh, tried well, that, really that, hard. That's actually they were, than most they were trying. Yeah. You know. From what I'm hearing, a little embarrassed is an upgrade. <laughs> it I'm is doing. because yeah, <laughs> a lot of times, a lot of times I'm very embarrassed. Um, uh-huh. So yeah. yeah and then I when I wasn't on good. time, I thought, uh oh, I'm gonna get it so bad after this podcast. And, and look, we didn't, we didn't, we were able oh, to man. give it to you without even oh, talking about the tardy. Yeah. We didn't even it's get perfect. into the tardy. All right, John. So how do they find I told my you? students. I, Wait, I, I got to do a promo today. for you guys. Yeah, oh, no. do a promo. Uh, I, I, if, I don't get to If tell you've me. been <laughs> listening and you think this sounds interesting and you're wondering why Jamie has so much free time, uh, you should follow her on Twitter at Mrs. Jamie Halsey. H A L S E Y, like the singer. Um, and it, you'll see Jamie killing it in her classroom. She is and looking pretty, fresh and young and kids begging for homework that she refuses to give by yeah. tricking them into telling him it's optional. So uh, there you if, go. if you want to see what I'm talking about in real life, check out Mrs. Jamesy, Jamie Halsey on <laughs> oh the Twitter. You just promoed one of the hosts oh, of the show. Oh, that's brilliant. That's, that's beautiful. Yeah, reverse <laughs> engineered that boy. Woo. Mm-hmm. All right. But how do people find you? Uh, at Jake Ripple on Twitter, at Jake Ripple on TikTok, Jake Ripple Gmail. I'm going to blow your mind right now, Kaz. Free lifetime tech support. Oh, really? You literally, a, yeah. Email yeah, him yeah, if you her, need to know. Her. Email me right now. See what happens. Yeah, you can email. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go right now. <laughs> do it right now. If Let's you're like, happens. how do you do a fast and curious, you just email oh, him. He'll tell now you. Kaz is shy. Now he's shy. Middle. This is how it goes. <laughs> I'm a little tied up in the middle of a podcast right now. Now nah, you can send me like, an email. It's the same thing with the hundred dollar bill that Phil that just Well, said. let me tell you guys why I do that. Here's why I do that. Here's why I do that. I tell thousands of teachers every year. Here's my email. Here's my cell number. Free lifetime tech support. As a percentage, probably one percent actually takes it. But the reason I yeah. do it is this: it'll encourage people to be more aggressive, and they're going to try it, knowing that if they need to, they can use a lifeline. And um, it's it also is kind of soul filling for me. I'm sitting around watching a football game. Bling bling. Oh, having trouble with Fast and Curious. Oh, it's Mr. Kaz again. Hmm. Uh, very. <laughs> I, I, I I literally most of my emails are four to five sentences, and there it goes. And then a week later, they're like, "Oh my God, it worked!" Why wouldn't you want to do that on the weekend? That's kind yeah. of the funnest thing ever. When I was an assistant soup, my um, my goal was to answer all teacher emails within one minute of seeing them, not mm. one minute of getting them. Right. But I don't yeah. I don't write ten paragraph essays back to you. Yeah. Jamie's like, hey, what was that thing? And I go, do you, do you mean thin slide study guide? She's like, yeah. I go, hold on, that's right here in my drive. I didn't even have to get up. If that makes a classroom better for a kid and a teacher, I'm I'm that's that's a win for me. Yeah. It's like Edu Church for me. Let's let's go. That's all. what's next for Edu Protocols. Do you have anything Edu in the Edu Church? Hopper? He just he just announced it. I, I think know. that's a big Edu announcement. Church. Um, okay, I'll tell you guys a quick little rundown here. So we've got yeah, uh, really quick. The, <laughs> you show a guy some mercy, and he turns into Mussolini on you. I know. Um, that's so, great. so real quick rundown: the manuscript for the AP ELA College Prep Ooh. version is done. We just need to do the final passive editing. So that'll be coming out pretty soon by a really cool wow. author. The primary edition is being done by 
Dr. Ben Coach Cogswell uh, and Jennifer Dean, two awesome kindergarten teachers. And that'll be the next book probably next summer. And then we're working on a secret project right now, mm. which is super fancy edge of protocols, ebooks with templates, like ton- templates that aren't in the regular books. And isn't isn't Jake's uh, book coming out? The ELA yeah, that's that's book? the ELA one. So oh, I'm, yeah, ho- okay. I'm hoping Jake will hit around. Uh, it'll should be around February, March because he's okay. done the heavy lift. But now we got to go through and. You know, yeah. uh, do all the things and all the graphics and then legal and then. what's what yeah. I love about our publisher. They've actually got a person that reads it for diversity, diversity and inclusion. Oh, okay. So that's awesome. Because we're an educational, yeah, they have a person yeah, smart that does that, and it was great uh, when we got that the first time. Marlena and I were like, "Are we crazy? Are we going to get all these weird things back?" And they said, "No, it was pretty good." Except we had a couple of things where there were boys and girls in the picture, mm-hmm. and they said. If you just make it people instead of boys and girls, you don't hurt anybody's feelings. And I'm like, I'm down with that. Mm-hmm. that yeah. That's not CRT. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah. All good. Okay, I'm landing it. Here we go. So, okay. everybody, we're so glad that you joined Hopefully. us today on Rebel clap Teacher out? Alliance. Do we clap out? No, we no, should. No, we yeah. we, we let that. me finish landing the plane. <laughs> uh, so, find us, <laughs> find us on... Uh, I don't even know what we're doing. Twitter at our Twitter. new at our new handle at what what is it? Rebel Teacher Alliance. Yeah, but no, that's what it's called. No but what's the actual oh, our... Rebel Teacher Pod? Rebel Teacher Pod. Uh, uh, Rebel Teacher. We don't pod. even know. Rebel what Teacher doing. Pod. It's new. It's new. It's, yeah. who, who knows we're, we're all part of the on. alliance now. So Rebel yeah. Teacher Pod. Check out the show notes, and uh, we're so glad you joined us. And we really hope that after the three different drives from your work that you finished this giant episode, <laughs> that you really found it uh, uplifting and uh, inspiring for you in the classroom. We'd love to hear from you. Leave us messages. Direct message us. We'd love to hear it. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.